On today's I Didn't Say That, we talk about the Dem debate. We talk about uh, maybe the greatest letter in presidential history. (laughs) Um, A meltdown at the White House by the Democrats. And uh, we followed up with a a really difficult Trump tweet of the day. Um, We'll probably touch on the NBA too. A little bit there. So, uh, without further ado, let's let's get this thing started. All right. So, first of all, uh, happy International Pronouns Day. That's a thing now? Yeah. That's not a thing. It's it, a Twitter thing? It's a thing. It's a real thing. It's like the number one trending thing all day. I really was stand just people by, outwoking each other. I just really stand by this whole like having like uh, Jane Doe parentheses she her. I feel like how is that not offensive? Because aren't there some people who aren't any of those things? So isn't it like throwing it in their face that they're like not that? I'm not really sure I can follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really follow much of this if I'm being completely honest. I don't get it. However, I will say some. it could be helpful if some people with like names where you're not sure what they are, if they had it, I'd be okay with that just so I know. Cause, like you know, Pat. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, especially when it's like clients emailing you or something, you've never talked on the phone, like you don't really know them. You just know their name yep. and you're like, I have no idea if this is a Mr. or Mrs. or whatever. Yep. Yep, no, I completely agree. Yeah, you come across that a lot in work. There's so many that you really don't think about, and you're like, because there's not, you know, I, I, anyways, yes, this is a real thing. I I just, I just had to mention it, and I, I didn't want to be rude, not wishing you a happy International Pronoun Day. Him, he, I wonder if Chris, I wonder if Chris Cuomo is going to talk about pronouns tonight. Yeah, I think. How did Chris Cuomo celebrate International Pronoun Day? He should probably avoid that at all costs. He's already stepped in it enough, I think. He'll he'll find a way to be even more awkward about it. I hope he's I like. Guarantee that. He, him, Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> but that would only be if he has sense of humor, which he doesn't. I so. can't top that. So that. <laughs> Well done, Tiny. Um, uh, yeah, let's just, yeah, we're not going to top that. So let's get to what Donald Trump is doing to um, make the Democrats mad today. I'm just going to take this as the headline from Mediate. Trump's don't be a fool letter to Erdogan comes out completely baffling Twitter. Quote, this can't be real. So, uh, Trish Regan, a reporter at Fox Business, got a hold of the letter that Donald Trump sent the president of Turkey. Um, and I'm just going to read, uh, read a little bit of it here for you. Dear Mr. President, let's work out a good deal. Exclamation point. (laughs) You don't want to be responsible for slaughtering thousands of people, and I don't want to be responsible for destroying the Turkish economy. Dash, dash, dash. 
and I will. <laughs> I've already given you a little sample with respect to Pastor Brunson. I have worked hard to solve some of your problems. Don't let the world down. You can make a great deal. History will look upon you favorably if you get this done the right and humane way. It will look upon you forever as the devil if good things don't happen. <laughs> don't be a tough guy. Don't be a fool! Exclamation point. I will call you later. Sincerely, Donald Trump. <laughs> now, the natural reaction is to kind of chuckle. I mean, look, let's be honest. I think we learned one thing about Donald Trump for, for sure, and that's he dictates his letters. Because this is how he speaks. When he's speaking extemporaneously at rallies... He's using the same vernacular, right? He's using, like, the same speech patterns. Um, on a hysterical note, though, uh, and that's the only serious point that you can really make about it, is that this is just something that he dictated. He was like, let's, we've got to send a letter to the president of Turkey. Okay, um, just come in here and write it down for me. Um, something named a Matthew Miller said, it's hard to believe this well-considered nuanced piece of statecraft didn't get the job done. Um, you know, a lot of the reactions that media I dragged up from, you know, from left wingers, you know, David French is all in a tizzy about it. His panties are in a bunch. Uh, something named Tom Nichols, holy mother of God. I hope this is a prank. This can't be real. Glenn Kessler at the Washington Post, their fact checker, uh, wanted to point out that this wasn't in the onion. So it's basically... You know, uh, another reported quote-unquote Republican pundit, Noah Rothman, I didn't know I could cringe this hard. So it was really just this, you know. I don't understand why it's so cringeworthy. One thing we love to do on the show is point out how the left is really just a group of humorless scolds. And this is a perfect example of it. Like, what do you want him to say? What do you want him to say? Dear sir. They want it to be more formal. In your best interest, if you would please oblige us with a phone call at your earliest convenience. I mean, yeah, they <laughs> wanted, they wanted, you know. It's real scary. Something firm but classic. And Donald Trump speaks one language, and that's the language of power. And negotiation. And like, negotiation. they've never negotiated. So, like, what the heck do they know? I think he's a big in-person meeting guy. I think he's a big phone guy. Oh, he's yeah. not he's not you know he's not if you read his book he's like basically I'm the just same, on he the speaks phone. the same way he yeah. speaks the same way he speaks the same way that his books are written that his letters are apparently written like he has one speed and it's always 100 percent full-blown in your face donald trump and that's why it's part of it's part of why we love him um and one of the things that we love about him is that he on a daily basis, exposes to the world how corrupt the mainstream media is in this country, and just how just how stupid they are, and how overly serious they are, and how the and how and just showing how the left on a daily basis has to kill humor in this country. You can't laugh anything off anymore. You have to be so annoying about your opinions that 
laughter is just not something that happens in your life. That's being a modern day leftist. And it's about the most horrible way you could live your life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got a full-blown example of it this evening when Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and their Democrat delegation stormed out of the White House. Uh, they, of course, they, of course, blamed it, blamed it on Trump. Um, but we know better than that to believe that. Um, Trump's been releasing pictures all over his social media of, like, Nancy Pelosi standing up at the table and quite obviously yelling at him in an... In what would in what you would call an aggressive stance, <laughs> if it you know like in if you've ever like taken a dog to dog training, like you would you would learn about this. This is this is she has an assertive aggressive stance. Now I'm not comparing Nancy Pelosi to a dog, um, but she had that. I'm just describing her posture. It was in what we would call in your face, and Donald Trump also had a look on his face that was. Not passive, <laughs> shall we say? Um, he looked. He was. He looked like he was giving her a piece of his mind as well. Um, so they obviously got into it. Um, but there are some real gems that both sides have leaked out of this conversation. Um, the Democrats, we have to pray for his health. Uh, it was Schumer, Pelosi, and House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer announced at a news conference outside, this is Fox News, outside the White House on Wednesday that they had just walked out of a meeting with President Trump on Syria after he apparently called Pelosi either a third-rate politician or a third-grade politician <laughs> and angrily suggested Democrats probably appreciated communist Islamic State terrorists in the Middle East. <laughs> he's just the best what we witnessed on the part of the president was a meltdown sad to say Pelosi D. California remarked I pray for him I pray for the president all the time and I tell him that I pray for his safety and that of his family now we have to pray for his health because this is a very serious meltdown on the part of the president um Trump also reportedly told Pelosi, I hate ISIS more than you do, prompting Pelosi to respond, you don't know that. (laughs) Uh, As the Democrats walked out, Trump reportedly remarked, I'll see you at the polls. (laughs) (laughs) So he's already pointing scoreboard. (laughs) He's already pointing scoreboard right now before any votes have been cast, not even in the primary process. Other Democrats. Um, he took a shot at Mattis. I don't really care about that. He called and responded that Trump cut Schumer off and responded that Mattis was, quote, the world's most overrated general. <laughs> you know why? He wasn't tough enough. I captured ISIS. Matt has said it would take two years. I captured them in one month. <laughs> um, just some, just some real gems. Like I said, you know, some of these quotes. I'm not sure how. There's, there's the picture. Chris Hayes has the picture of, of 
Wall Street Journal, United States bombs own base in Syria as Turkish forces approach. I love how they report on Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer's opinion of what happened as news. Yeah, right. Like that's not news. It's simply their opinion on the situation. Look at her with the finger. Right. Phenomenal. It's just all all of this is like news from the Democrats because Trump is finally fighting. He's fighting back on social media being like that. This is this is nuts. It's like, like, yeah, I got heated, but, you know, you were going nuts, too. Oh, this is the last part I want to read about this. Um, so uh, Schumer, standing alongside Pelosi at the news conference outside the White House, claimed the discussion fell apart while the politicians were discussing the president's pullout from Syria. And that Trump had said that, quote, some of ISIS were communists, and that might make you happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like you said, um, you know, Katie, I think you hit the nail on the head there. They're really just the the report. The the news reports coming from this are were clearly leaked by the Democrats who have already been known to straight up lie, um, even while, you know, during... um, congressional hearings like adam schiff who just completely made up a fake version of events um of the ukraine call and uh here we go again embellishing surely embellishing what happened in this meeting because you can see very quite very clearly that nancy pelosi was also pissed off (laughs) um so yeah, that's 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 where we are there. Just Trump, just really just under their skin. Lin, Lin, Lindsey Graham's not happy with Trump over the serious stuff. Um, I I just like I said before, I just don't care. I just I really don't. We're never gonna fix it. We're never gonna fix it. Someone's we're, gonna, we're always gonna pull out at some point. There were always someone was always gonna be left left in the lurch sorry it's the Kurds right why is it our responsibility why don't some of it's our not, NATO it's people not, step it's up it's not our responsibility it's not our responsibility to bring peace to the Middle East we've tried Europe it a couple of times closer. why don't they deal with it oh for crying out loud <laughs> alright now uh, let's move on to what we really want to talk about which is the debate last night uh, three hours a three-hour-long commercial for Donald Trump. <sighs> um, at twelve people. First of all, way too many people. Way too many people. Uh, I don't know how you solve that problem if you go six and six. Um, but twelve's twelve's too many. It's just too. It's too many people on stage. It's too crowded. Um, you know. Elizabeth Warren is obviously seen as the front runner because she got it from everyone last night. She got it from everyone. And uh, because of that, ended up speaking a ton, <laughs> really hogging the airwaves, right? Like, I mean, she really she really got every case to, uh, she got every, every uh, opportunity to make her case. And... Um, other than some people were kind of dinging her this morning. I mean, the real big ding on her 
looking through the eyes of a Democrat is that she's not able to admit what her plan really is, which is taxes are taxes are going up. Do uh, Democrats actually care about that? Because they love no. taxes. No, but I think I think they um I think they know it's not really the best strategy in a general election to go be like, we are going to raise everyone's taxes. <laughs> um, hey, you know, this like record setting economy that we've got going right now, we're going to raise taxes to slow the, we're going to rein this in a little bit. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, I guess, I guess that was the real thing on her, but she got it from everyone. So. Overall, I thought I thought I thought Warren Warren had an okay night. Um, she didn't, I don't think she did anything to harm herself. Oh, we'll see what the tax thing does. I mean, that's the big thing that she would harm herself with. But um, she really got into it with Biden late in the debate. CNN set up Biden to go after Warren and Sanders, and uh, go after each other. They did, and. Warren dropped a uh, thanks President Obama right in his face. Just just totally just just faced him. Um that was that was pretty good. But anyways, to Biden. Where do you want to start with Biden? I'm going to get rid of capital gains tax. I mean, yeah, I'm going to eliminate I'm the capital gains tax. Raise it. What? Huh? He's just it's it's starting to get to the level of cruel and unusual punishment that someone is sending this guy out there every day and he's just getting slaughtered. He's he, he's not a good politician. He's not a presidential level politician. He's just not. He's stiff. He's losing his mind. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's just. You know, the, I guess that's the biggest crime that he's committed. The biggest crime is he's just a dumb dumb. He's just not that bright of a guy. And he's it not shows. that bright. And now he has like health issues. Clearly. Yeah, but, but like, you know, he's obviously not as smart as, like, Warren. I think Andrew Yang is probably the sharpest person on the stage. I think he's the one who, I, I think he's the one who sees. But that's the craziest part to me. The it's problems like, that America's facing He understands the, the problems, and he comes up with literally the worst solutions. It's like, why? I just don't understand. Like, let's give everyone $1,000. Yep. How about we give everyone a thousand dollar tax break why do we have to give free money why can't we just give people back their own money that they're already making because katie some people don't pay taxes well then they don't deserve any extra money remember the majority of this country doesn't pay taxes which is a disgrace yeah like you shouldn't be able to vote if you don't pay taxes I agree. Well, uh, or on a home. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. 
I think owning proper. I think owning property is a pretty important part. I, I think, think everyone. I think, only, I think I personally believe that only people who own own property should be allowed to vote. Everyone should just have to pay ten percent tax rate, and that's it. Stop I with the loopholes and the ta- and the and the ticky tacky and all that craps. Like, sorry, accountants. I like, can going out of work. I can guarantee you, if only people who owned property were allowed to vote. The tax rate, the income tax, would be ten percent. This country, <laughs> I can, I can almost assure you that that would be the case. <laughs> we would have a heck of an economy. And ten percent of property were allowed to vote in this country is being generous. Our founders would have balked at that, but yeah, in yeah. this day and age, it's it's a deal. Yeah, that would be a heck of a world. That would be such a wonderful world to live in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, you wouldn't have to worry about a minimum wage or any of this crap because you'd have so much more money in your pocket. Uh, there'd be so many opportunities. And speaking of, you know, I think that's just, I just, just want to take a quick detour here. Not one point during last night's three-hour hell, hell fest, this hellscape that was painted before us, did they ever talk about expanding freedoms? No. They would believe in freedom. I would say they would argue, well, we're talking about expanding the women's right to choose, in which I would say, so you're trying to make sure we eliminate a child. You want to eliminate, you want to kill more children. That's your definition of expanding rights is we need to kill more kids. (laughs) Well, one, they don't think of any fetuses as a living person. That's like problem number one yeah but that doesn't matter because their fight now is talking about third trimester you got to be able to abort a viable baby for any reason because i get i get the argument like before the child's viable i i i I don't agree with it but it's like okay i can see where you're coming from like it can't survive on its own okay Um, um any baby born can't survive on its own well, yeah, but nurturing is just a part of nature, right? You know, baby birds throw up in their little, you know, mom birds throw up in their baby birds' mouth and stuff like that. So that's just part that's just part of life. But anyways, anyways, we're we're we're, we're Yeah, let's get Yeah, back. let's get Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's hit Sanders. Um He just went to the tanning salon. He had a good color. Yeah, except he had that a rich he color. lost weight and is wearing the same suit, so he looked like this dopey old man in a way too big suit. He looks like he always has. He looks like the senator from Vermont. If you said who's the senator from Vermont, this of these twelve people, who's the guy from Vermont? I'd point to Bernie Sanders faster than before you finish saying Vermont. I'd be <laughs> this guy. <laughs> You know, a little raggedy. Looks like he was probably like might still kind of be a college professor. Maybe not sure. Um, he looks like the senator from Vermont. Um, and with that, you know, he's a little, you know, he's the kooky uncle who lives in Vermont who's talking about like we need to tear down the system. We need total revolution in this country. Uh, <laughs> No, I thought I thought Bernie was fine. I thought Bernie was fine. You know, I think he I think he's when he talks about. Well, I mean, I mean, it's just easy. He wants the government to do everything right. It's not a hard 
thing to argue on the Democrat Party private Democratic Party primary. It's just like the government should take this over. <laughs> okay. They all agree with him in one way or another. Do you see uh, AOC's endorsing him? Shock. With, uh, Omar, so shocked. With Omar and Tlaib. That tells you everything you need to know about Bernie Three Sanders. Three members of the squad are endorsing Bernie Sanders. I'm assuming Presley can't because uh, she's from Elizabeth Warren State. I mean. Uh, who are some other standout? Cam- Kamala, Kamala, whatever. She's just still on the whole Trump shouldn't be allowed to tweet thing. And then, oh, her big her big fight last night was abortion. She's like, you know, we spent all this time talking about health care. We don't spend enough time about, you know, increasing a woman's access to, a, you know, abortion. Um, and then Booker, Booker's got to chime in with, you know, hey, you know, women are people too. And as a guy, I just want to say, you know, I, I, I love, you know, men have to be voices in this fight too. He's just so I annoying. just love abortion. He's like can't we all just get along like why are we attacking each other it's like please stop he's a fraud i'm like you've already played this bit like you played in the last few debates and said nothing for your numbers like try a new strategy it's not working you know he's he made up that whole story about the his buddy t-bone in newark he's just a fraud he's a phony yeah and it and it shows. People are like, this guy's not for real. You know, he's talking about, oh, you know, I was like the only vegan on the stage or no something one, or something no one stupid cares. like that. You know, we're all healthier than President Trump. Dude, Court, you're standing like two people down from a guy who just a seventy eight year old man who just had a heart attack. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone is healthier than Donald Trump. Joe Biden can barely string sentences together. <laughs> he's up there and it's it's hard to watch it's difficult to watch joe biden at this stuff uh moving on mayor pete i guess was like one of the winners they said i thought he came off as way too moderate to win this primary he came off as way too in the middle well that's why he's a winner because the the people watching this just want like a quote moderate and the never trumpers want someone and that's who they're gleaming onto. Yeah, I guess it's the I I just I looked at that and I was like at one point Pete even said he's like I agree with like all the proposals up here. It's like dude. He's not a particularly natural politician. He's a he comes across as bookish, but uh, I'm not. I'm not convinced of his intelligence quite yet. He's not. He hasn't said or done anything that's made me go, "Oh wow, that was." I was surprised that he was getting so much attention afterwards because I thought he was forgettable. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I thought I thought when he was dressing Beto down, that was pretty funny. Talking about like I don't need I don't need lectures and courage from you. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, you know he went after you know he went after Warren too. He's like you know you say you have a plan for everything, but you just won't tell us how you're going to pay for it. <laughs> um, uh, that you know that wasn't bad. So yeah, I mean he had some he had some good lines, but you know maybe maybe Pete Pete 
he gets a little bit of a bump out of this, but I can't see him breaking into the top three. I don't think he did anything that makes me go, whoa. Uh, same with Klobuchar. I just still don't understand what the point of her in the race is. It's just like if Biden just totally collapses like in the next month, like maybe Klobuchar picks up some of that. Maybe Pete does. Maybe Harris does. Uh, you know, who, I, But I think a lot of that vote gets split up. Someone will just go to war, and someone will just be like, ah, whatever. I can see the way, would, I can I can tell which way the wind is blowing, uh, and do that. Uh, let's see, Tom Steyer, he had a rough night. He's so he had weird. a rough night. He he's he's so not ready for prime time. He's just standing up there. He looks so out of place. He's a, first of all, he's a white cisgen. He's a cisgendered white heterosexual billionaire man there is no intersectionality about him he is the enemy of the democrat party he is a rich he he is the total enemy and political political ripped this week too about some of it. he has like some sort of quote-unquote sustainable farm he's a total hypocrite he thinks well, he is a better version of Trump, but the only thing they have in common is they have they both have money, and that's where it ends. Yeah, I, I mean, I will, I, I, it was just so, it was just so funny to see him up there and be like, "Yeah, I'm a billionaire," and he basically is like, "I hate myself, I hate myself." Uh, political ripping this week about this farm thing that he's doing. He spent like ten million dollars on it so far, and they're like, "Yeah, this is like not." providing anything useful this is just like he's just lighting his money on fire uh but but rough night he did he did nothing memorable oh tulsi commercial we're getting a lot of tulsi we're commercials. Sorry get a lot of tulsi commercials before we were only getting styre and that is painful enough mm-hmm. tulsi at least you know she's switching it up all right she's inundating us here in new hampshire but at least she's got like three different versions styre had one ad the same freaking one he ran for weeks and weeks and weeks. It was yep. so terrible. So at least she's switching it up. Oh, oh God, it's tired. Please make it go away. This is the second version. Oh, and his weird wife with the tattoo. What's up uh, with his wife's prison tat? Like, what is that? What is that like barbed wire around her? Is it tr- a tribal thing? What tribe is she from? Like, why? What is that? You know what? I'm just watching this now without the sound. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me if someone tried to run for president in high school and made a video. Like, that's what that is. Like, it's so awkward. I, he's just so Like, look, weird. here's me with some people doing some humanitarian things. Oh, look, here's me and my wife. Like, no one cares. No one, no one, no one cares. Your platform is impeach Trump. Yeah. Why do you need to impeach him if you think you're going to win? Like, oh, vote for me because I will impeach the other guy. What? I'll, gi- I'll give CNN, I'll give Anderson that. He did ask that question. He was like, why are you pushing for impeachment when the voters get to decide a year from now? I was like, why not just wait a year? Why not just let the voters figure it out? And Elizabeth Warren's like, because it's too important. <laughs> She's like, he's got to go. <laughs> um,. And, you know, I mean, that was the sad thing about the debate is like the first 30 minutes was absolutely useless. It was basically the first question out of the gate was like, just tell us why you hate President Trump. <laughs> I go, OK, 
Wow. I'm sure we're going to hear some real novel things. Oh, you think he's a criminal? No kidding. Uh, Tulsi, Tulsi didn't, didn't, didn't do much. I'm sorry. But she got into it about Syria. She took shots at CNN and the New York Times. But, you know, I think she, I think she staked her claim to her, to her wing of the party, but that's, you know, 5%, 3%. Yang was good. I thought Yang was good. Every time he talks, it's just this, it's apocalyptic, though. Do you remember that Al Gore commencement speech at the University of Tennessee? That video, that YouTube video? Mm, maybe. I don't know. What does it go like? Oh, well, it's, he just talks about all these terrible things that are going to happen because of global warming. <laughs> it's called like the world's most depressing commencement speech. I think that's the title of it. But that's every time Andrew Yang talks, he has that kind of, he like goes into that. And it's like, you know, in 29 states, driving a truck is like the number one job. That's going away. <laughs> Everyone's going to be jobless. We're all, we're all going to be, just it's just going to be unemployed people who are slaves to our robot overlords that's america if we don't move to higher ground and give everyone a thousand dollars and even then it's probably too late we're all going to die yeah. uh who are we leaving out beto forgettable castro forgettable Klobuchar. I just I just don't get Klobuchar. She did fine, but I just don't. I don't understand how these people still have money to keep going. It's not like she's running a big campaign. She's not running ads here. She's spending all of her time in Iowa, though, I think. You wrote about her Biden, but for old moderate feminists? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I don't understand what, like, what her, what her, like, where her support comes from. I don't understand it's where like, well, anyone... I like Joe Biden, but I'd rather see Joe Biden in female form, so I'll take Amy Klobuchar. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know when, where anyone's support is coming from with the exception of Biden, Warren, and Sanders. Like, none of these people have support. They're all in the single digits. Buddha Judge, young people, millennials. He doesn't have more than... He doesn't have double-digit support. Kamala Harris, her base is women who slept their way to their jobs. Four <laughs> percent. Gang. Uh, ironic alt right kids. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Well, there's some. There's some other nutty stuff that happened. Oh, everyone wants to legalize legalize opioids. Yes, that will solve the crisis. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. That, what could go wrong there? Because nothing curbs crime like legalizing it. It's ridiculous. I don't... Why, why, like, who would think that that's, that's a good idea? Who, who, who would possibly look at that and be like, this is a great idea. Let's just, let's give, let's get legalize it and make safe injection rooms. That's nuts. Um, the last question was so blindingly stupid. Everyone else went to bed and was like, oh, Max, you know, I'm going to stay up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to see it out. 
And they ask, you know, name, talk about some relationship you had or like a friendship that you have with someone from the other side of the aisle or something that would be like surprising. And everyone's like John McCain. <laughs> he's dead, guys. Um, anything? We miss anything? No. I thought it was kind of flat for most of it. I didn't think it was a particularly entertaining. I think it, it popped up at times. We but... didn't get any like. It's just start- transgender justice comments, reproductive justice, whatever. We didn't get any gems like that. I mean, there's no Marianne. There's just, yeah, yeah they're a snooze fest. Yeah. All they're right. starting to get a little chippier, so so we should they should start to pick up pace now. Now that we're getting into like the the crunch time, the real like last last you know two months before ever all hell breaks loose at the beginning of next year. Um, do you want to talk NBA? Sure. Commie ball? Commie ball. What are your thoughts on it? I was interested to hear the sports commentators going against LeBron. Like, Maybe because I've been listening to Rush a little too much, but I felt like they were all going to go along with him and that like the whole country is just like, why should we defend democracy anymore? And I was getting really down on it. And uh, so I was really, really glad to see that the sports commentators are like, LeBron, you're being an idiot. Like, <laughs> it was we're not pretty, uneducated. <laughs> it was pretty universal condemnation for LeBron of being like, you you stepped in it. You said something. This is a really stupid thing to say. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, I, I think it's just, I know everyone wants to be like, it's funny that these guys, you know, will rip on Trump all the time and then not say anything. I think the initial, the I think the best defense that these guys should have going forward is just simply, I'm not Chinese citizen. I'm not going to comment on what goes on in their country. And I would, I would, I would assume they would give me that same respect as well. I just think like the NBA should take a stand. Like they, it's their second largest market. Why are you there? If they're like, they're putting 3 million people in essentially concentration camps. Yeah. Like, how can you support that? Because uh, they make a lot of money off of China. Do they really need it, though? Yeah. the NBA, I mean, look, does the NBA need China to survive? No. Does the NBA need China to continue paying its players, you know, $30 million plus a year to play basketball? Yes. Yes, it does. So the players were... They were basically like, yo, what are you doing? Like, don't rock the boat. We all know what's... I think it's kind of a thing. We all know what's, oh, what's going on over there is terrible. But we're, we just we have to shut our mouths on this one because it's going to take, take money out of my pockets. So basically what you're saying is you should put money over country. No, I'm not making that argument. I think what he said was just stupid. I just don't know. I don't know why. Well, like, I get it. 
I get the mindset. Like, look, I, I wish I wish they would be more open about it. Like, I would have no problem. I don't think anyone would have a problem with LeBron being like, I'm not going to talk about what goes on in another country because I don't live there, okay? And I don't want them talking about what goes on over here, first of all. Second of all, you want to know what? China, Chinese fans support me and... Because of that, I'm able to provide, you know, a great life for my kids and my family. And out of respect for that, like, that's my final comment. (laughs) Right? I mean. You could disagree. You could disagree with it. You can call him a hypocrite. I think that's all totally fair. I mean, maybe I just love this country too much. But if I was LeBron, like, he already has a buttload of money more money than he's ever gonna need but what's it have to do what's it have to do with not liking america and what, what all of a sudden all of a sudden you're not a good american if you don't support the hong kong protesters i just think you're not a good american if you're willing to get rid of american values just so you can be in china like they've already told us oh, to hell. censor ourselves yeah like no go to hell like i'm not gonna do that Every major tech company is going to do it in order to work with them. Well, they're all liberals, so of course they are. They yeah. like communism. I'm just saying. I guess. I guess if he was being unabashedly an unabashed capitalist about it, and just being like, "I get to make money from them," and uh, in return, I don't have any comments about that. I would be like, "Okay, that's your that's your guiding philosophy in life. I'm going to make as much money as possible, and I really don't have any morals outside of that." Like. That's 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 cool. I accept that. I have no qualm with that. Yeah, but I don't have a what I what I have a qualm with LeBron. That's not what they think. They they actually think communism is okay. Well, I have a qualm with LeBron being like Daryl Morey isn't educated about it. Like, no, that's not the case here. He's pretty. He's probably like educated about like what's going on in the situation and he's being like yeah china is a communist dictatorship and they kill their own people and have had disgusting social policies for decades and decades and not to mention if you're a liberal you should not be able to stand china because of all the pollution that they spew you know all the greenhouse gases that come from china so they're just like should be on like number one on everyone's shit list you know them or saudi arabia for me and um but, but, but like I said, like if he if he if he there was a way he could have done it, honestly, that his reputation would have taken a huge hit. But I don't I think it's reputation, but not as big as it's sort of taken right now of him like trying to be like a moral civil rights person and then when faced with be like, Hey, what about this Chinese you know, human rights abuses. He's like, Daryl Morris, shut up. <laughs> I've got money to make over there, man. All right. We ready to wrap it up with a Trump tweet of the day? Today, today we're going to do Trump tweets of the day. Sick. 35 minutes ago. Nancy Pelosi needs help fast, exclamation point. There is either something wrong with her upstairs or she just plain doesn't like our great country. <laughs> she had a total meltdown in the White House today. It was very sad to watch. Pray for her. She is a very sick person. <laughs> Duke can play this game. 
He tweeted out a picture earlier. Nervous Nancy's unhinged meltdown. Do you think they like me? Classic stuff. We now have the greatest economy in history. Oh, gosh. Our record economy would crash just like in 1929. And if any of those clowns became president, (laughs) that got him 115,000 likes. All sorts of stuff today. Fake news, ripping on ABC. But yeah, I think I think he ended the day with a real strong one. Pray for Nancy Pelosi. She's a very sick person. <laughs> Amazing. All right. That's it for that's it for me. I think that I think that covers it all. Did we do? Is there was there anything that slipped through the cracks? No, I wanted you to say until next time, but then he didn't do it. Oh well. Until next time.